Hello and welcome. You're listening to LOL Storytime, the goofy story podcast for kids. Today's story is all about New Year's resolutions and is called Eat Your Vegetables. Shout out to listeners CJ, Clayton, and Allison who have their names featured in today's story. Big thanks to these awesome listeners for sharing their reviews of the podcast. Speaking of name requests, the list has grown so long that new requests are looking at a wait time of more than a year. That seems crazy. I wish I knew how to write a 250 character story to solve this problem, but instead, as of the next episode, I'll start adding some separate bonus shoutouts for those of you with long waits. And finally, as of today's episode, new name requests will only be accepted through email. The reason being that sometimes I need to clarify something about your request, and unfortunately there's no way for me to respond to you through Apple or Spotify. Anyway, enough with this intro. Let's get into the story. This is the story of what happens when parents say things like, I think it's time for a little change around here. CJ and Clayton's parents ever so casually dropped that line of breakfast one morning like it was nothing. So kids, your father and I have been thinking. It's the start of a new year, and what a great time to think about all of the things we can try to do better this year. You know, it just feels like it's time for a little change around here. Change is a wonderful thing. CJ and Clayton should have known better, but instead they got excited about the idea of change. Clayton, did you hear what Mom just said? Finally! How many years have we been begging to change family movie night from once a week to every night? Change really is a wonderful thing. Clayton nodded. Does that mean we're also getting a movie theater-sized popcorn machine to handle that many movies? Their parents were quick to shut it down. Boys, what are you talking about? We aren't about to start watching movies every day. We're sticking with Fridays. Instead, we are each going to pick a New Year's resolution. A resolution is like a goal where you change something in order to better yourself. Some people choose to try eating fewer treats. Others choose to read more books. And some might try to buy flowers more often. Harold? CJ didn't waste any time coming up with his. My goal is to watch more movies this year. I truly believe it will help me become a better person. Hey, brother, said Clayton. That's the exact same goal I came up with, which must mean it's a really good goal. Like, really good. CJ and Clayton's dad just frowned. Boys, when your mother said we're each going to choose a goal for ourselves, what she meant was your mother and I have already chosen the goals. Their dad proceeded to roll out a large chart stand into the kitchen that he must have borrowed from work. Boys, if you'll indulge me, what I have here is a graph that represents the number of vegetables you both ate last year, month by month. The boys looked at one another, and then back to their father. Um, Dad, what graph are you talking about? Because I'm just seeing a big blank sheet of paper. Their father smiled. That's exactly right, because the total number of vegetables you both ate last year was zero. That's right, zilch, nil, nada, not even one. The boys milled this over, really wanting to prove their parents wrong. Wait a second, said Clayton. Remember that Brussels sprout I ate one time? 
Remember? Their mother crossed her arms. You mean the Brussels sprout you accidentally put in your mouth? The one we all saw immediately shoot back out of your mouth, sailing across the room and knocking over my vase of flowers? That Brussels sprout? <laughs> right, said Clayton, sinking back into his chair. I forgot about that part. Well, here's what we're thinking, began their father. Every day at supper, we'll include one serving of vegetables on your plate. If you're successful most of the time, let's say we add an extra movie night on Saturdays. For CJ and Clayton, a daily serving of vegetables seemed like a steep price to pay for just one extra movie night. They were also thankful, though, that there was no mention of losing a movie night if they didn't eat their vegetables, so they decided to accept the deal. When they arrived at school, the vegetable problem was all the boys could talk about. They complained to just about everyone and anyone that would listen. Many of their friends expressed pity for the boys, offering them cookies and cupcakes to help make things better. But when it came to the grown-ups, well, they got no sympathy from the teachers. None from the custodians, who at the time were snacking on carrots, and definitely no support from the principal, who said, Wait, what? How on earth did you go an entire year without eating a single vegetable? The only kid who didn't seem to feel bad for the boys was their good friend Allison. So let me get this straight. You two have to eat a few vegetables once during supper. That's it? Oh, boo-hoo! You guys have it so easy. Do you know how many vegetables I have to eat? Multiple servings with every meal. And do I get any extra movie nights? No. CJ was shocked by the idea of vegetables at every meal. Wait, how does that work at breakfast? Are there like broccoli Cheerios or something? Ew, no, answered Allison. My parents just put spinach in my morning smoothie. It still tastes pretty yummy because you can't even taste the spinach. But still, one serving a day? Come on, boys, deal with it. At supper time, the boys decided to deal with it. Or at least try dealing with it. CJ and Clayton's parents sat back in total amazement watching the boys try to deal with it. Here is some of what it sounded like over the following two hours. You go first. No, you go first. No, you go first and then I'll go. You know, unless you want to take two turns. Actually, I was just going to offer to let you eat all of my vegetables. You know, as a present. I'm really generous like that. And then as the boys became more brave, Does it still count if it touches my tongue? Like, just a little touch? You know, like a, a poke? And then came the avoidance tactics. Mom, I think something's wrong with the vegetables on my plate. They keep looking at me weird. I don't trust them. And, Dad, what if there's a news report tomorrow morning that says scientists have just discovered that vegetables are actually bad for you? Shouldn't we just wait and see? And finally, gosh, guys, look at the time. I'd love to stay and eat these vegetables, but I have homework to do. Actually, boys, it is already bedtime. You somehow dragged this out for the entire evening. We'll just have to try again tomorrow. Now, the kids may have been a little disappointed in themselves, but boy, were they relieved to be dismissed from the table. As they were heading to their rooms, Clayton turned around and asked which goals their parents had set for themselves. 
Since both their mom and dad had been wanting to get more exercise and spend more time with their friends, they had signed up to play a sport called pickleball a few times a week with the neighbors. Yeesh, grumbled CJ. So you get to play with your friends for your New Year's resolution while Clayton and I have to suffer? How about next year Clayton and I pick the goals? The next day at school, everyone was itching to know how it went. Well, it went into the compost, explained Clayton. We couldn't do it. Again, they received many sympathetic looks and pats on the back. Even Allison seemed understanding. Well, guys, you went out there and gave it your best. And for that, you should be proud, she said. Thanks, Allison. That really means a lot. Boys, I wasn't being serious. You couldn't even eat a single piece of broccoli? I'm embarrassed for you. Allison, you don't know what it was like. It was terrifying. I even had a nightmare a giant carrot named Larry was chasing me. CJ passed his brother a tissue to help wipe away the tears. Allison, you need to help us. You eat vegetables every day. What do we need to do? Allison just handed the boys a card and began walking away. But wait, this is just the phone number for some artist. How is this supposed to help? Just call the number, boys. She'll know what to do. Well, the boys were desperate to try anything, so they called the number, and lo and behold, that night, the boys ate their vegetables. All of their vegetables. And they did it again the next night, too. And the day after that, and the day after that. They even asked for seconds. CJ and Clayton's parents couldn't believe it. No one could believe it. Boys, this is incredible. You should be so proud of yourselves. And without a doubt, you have definitely earned a second movie night this week. Well done. Now, movie night was normally the best part of the week, a night the whole family could enjoy together. But on this particular movie night, a strange thing happened that caused the entire evening to be ruined. What happened was this. When offered some popcorn to eat while enjoying the movie, both CJ and Clayton said, no thank you. Not only that, but they asked to have more broccoli and carrot sticks instead. At first, their parents thought they must be joking. But when the boys asked again, they knew something wasn't right. It was one thing that they had eaten their vegetables at supper, but to ask for vegetables during a movie night instead of popcorn? That was just weird. Before handing them the tray of vegetables, their mom took a piece of broccoli and popped it in her mouth. Seeing this, the boys' hearts nearly popped right out of their chests. Wait a second, began their mother. This doesn't taste like broccoli. This doesn't taste like broccoli at all. Is this? No, it can't be. Is this? Is this cake? Clayton tried to come up with something quickly. Mom, one thing I've learned this week is that vegetables are so yummy that to some people it may actually feel like they're eating dessert. The unchanged look on their mother's face told CJ it was probably best to confess. So, what if we told you there are people out there who know how to make cakes look like real things? This artist we met showed me a shoe that I fully believed was an actual shoe, until I realized you could eat the shoelace. Apparently, this artist gets hired all the time to make cakes disguised as vegetables. It's a booming business.
So anyway, <laughs> should we, uh, you know, get back to the movie? The still unchanged look on their mother's face told CJ that was not happening. Your father and I will get back to the movie. You two are heading to your rooms. The next day, Allison helped the boys come up with a new plan. She had suggested the brilliant idea of inviting a magician to dinner. Think about it, guys. What do magicians do best? They make things disappear. That sounds fun, answered CJ. But what are they going to make disappear? Allison gave herself a facepalm. Hello, your vegetables, maybe? Clayton looked disappointed. Aw, I was hoping it was going to be a rabbit. The magician plan seemed like a great idea until the moment the magician showed up at their house. Their mother answered the door and clued in right away. Allison hadn't considered that once parents have busted your first scheme, it's a lot easier for them to notice your next one. Unfortunately, no amount of magic was going to get this guy through the front door. Really, boys? A magician? The only thing I'm expecting to see disappear is that second movie night. Clayton looked disappointed again. Aww, but I was really hoping it would be a rabbit. The following supper, the boys were granted some good fortune. Their parents had plans to play pickleball with the neighbors, which meant CJ and Clayton would be having supper at Grandma's house. The best part of all was that Grandma was acting like she'd never heard of a vegetable before. Veg-de-what? Just come over here and try some of my fresh apple pie. The boys couldn't have dreamt up a more perfect supper if they'd tried. The day after that, it was back to eating supper with Mom and Dad. Though this time they decided to invite Allison over for supper to see if she had any final tricks up her sleeve. Sorry, guys. At this point, I think you're just going to have to eat the vegetables. But there is one more thing you can try. Instead of tricking your parents, you simply need to trick yourselves. It's your only hope. You have to trick your brain into believing that you like vegetables. It's the only thing that worked for me. The boys looked confused. How can we trick our brains to do that? You literally just told our brains the plan, and now our brains know everything. The plan is ruined. Allison gave herself another facepalm. No, it's not like that. It's like making yourself cry by pretending to be sad when you're not. Or like convincing yourself you're having fun when actually you're in the middle of math class. Clayton considered this carefully. So we just have to make ourselves think we're enjoying the vegetables? Precisely, answered Allison, who was now relieved the boys were finally catching on. Just keep picturing all the yummy foods you like and really try to imagine that taste. Just keep repeating to yourself how much you're enjoying it until you start to believe it. Well, much like on the first night of this experiment, CJ and Clayton's parents sat back and watched the scene unfold. Clayton went first. His eyes were closed tight as he brought a piece of broccoli toward his mouth. He was muttering something to himself over and over. I'm having a really good time. I'm having a really good time. I'm having a really good time. This is a special treat. It's going to taste great. Then with his eyes closed tightly as well, CJ moved in on a Brussels sprout. It's just like chocolate. It's just like chocolate. It's just like chocolate. Everything's going to be okay. It's just like chocolate. And then a moment later, some gagging sounds and howling. 
Ah, that was nothing like chocolate. And, oh, I'm not having a good time. I am not having a good time. Their parents dismissed themselves from the table early to go watch TV. They had no intentions of sticking around for another three hours of this. Allison, who had already finished her vegetables, was too flabbergasted to speak. She just grabbed some carrot sticks off of CJ's plate and continued eating. At this point, it seemed like all hope was lost. They had tried everything they could think of. Mom and Dad are just out there crushing it with their goal, and we can't even eat a single vegetable. Allison perked up. Wait, crushing it with their goal? What do you mean? CJ explained how this whole thing began when their parents decided it was time for a little change in the new year. The boys were to have one serving of vegetables every night, and their parents were going to try playing pickleball a few times a week. A big grin spread across Allison's face. Boys, that's amazing! Amazing? Have all of those vegetables from supper done something to your brain? asked Clayton. Allison assured him that she was perfectly fine. Guys, this is great because New Year's goals never last. No one in history has ever made their goal last all year long. In fact, most people don't even make it to February. That means you just have to hold out a little bit longer and your parents will give up on their goal too. Just give it a couple weeks. You'll see. And almost as if Allison had used a crystal ball, CJ and Clayton's parents missed their first pickleball game two days later. Then a couple days after that, another game. Suddenly they were complaining about not having enough time to play and grumbling that the neighbors never played fairly. After two weeks, all talk of New Year's goals had quietly faded away. Things had gone back to how they used to be last year. And while that also meant that they were back to just one movie night, CJ and Clayton decided they were fine with that if it meant not having to deal with creepy vegetables staring at them on their plates. It truly felt like the New Year's resolutions were behind them, until one night when their mom witnessed something happening in the kitchen. It was after bedtime and Clayton's mom caught him sneaking a late-night snack from the fridge. She had flipped on the kitchen light, catching him right in the middle of the act. But she didn't stay mad for long when she noticed what Clayton was eating. A single tear streamed down his mother's face. Clayton, I knew this day would finally come. My sweet little boy eating a carrot stick and enjoying it. I've never been more proud. Clayton's smile began to fade. Uh, actually, Mom, this was just the last of those little cakes that were disguised as vegetables. <laughs> Oops. The End That's the story. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, be sure to check back for more LOL stories. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>